Join us for live sweats. Oh! Yes! Let's go, Kansas 80, That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gudikin sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40 and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Duke up 65-56 on Michigan State. 208 to go in the second half. Why they still play halves, Ryan, I have no idea, but there you go. We got the Dukies. Yeah. Here they come. And Michigan State's made, what, two threes in this? Couple, uh, not enough though. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they did get a little hotter here in the second half, but that's oh, the that's it. That's, that's the splash. That's the dagger. Sixty-eight fifty-six now. Duke with one fifty-two to go in that. Sixers are within one on the Pacers. Ninety-five, ninety-four in the in. Wait, in season. Ist uh, the uh, ist. I like it. Are we really you trying to make that IST? a thing? Ist. Yeah. No, it's no, not me. me. No. No, yep, we're not doing it. But I guess we're doing it. That's that's the whole thing. Uh, Ryan, real quick, your score on the Sixers court, you liked it? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll give it an 8 out of 10. All right, that's not bad. You know, I like it. Does anyone get a 10? Um, No. 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 We're still seeking perfection. We'll get there. We still have more to see. Lots of Maybe IST. Maybe season, you know? IST games IST to go. season 2. <laughs> Maybe season 3. You know, that's interesting, Trista, you brought that up. I thought I saw it somewhere that Netflix wants to do a documentary following teams in the tournament every year. Yep, and I think they might want to cover them, too. I think they want to distribute in-season tournament games along mm-hmm. with the documentary. Here they come. Get all excited. Here comes Netflix and live sports. If you don't like Amazon Prime having su- Thursday Night Football, I got news for you. There's a lot more platforms with a lot more live sports coming. And money. And there's, there's just money in live sports. That's just how it works. Because nobody, I mean, really, what other live shows does anybody watch anymore? Like, it's on at this time and you watch it. Is there anything anymore? SVP is probably like the uh, No, 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 not that sports. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm good talking call. scripted TV show. Oh. Not even, not even like Dancing with the Stars. Lucky I waited as soon as it was midnight and I watched it. But, but, as but soon see, as it got released. But see, that's still like on a, it's not like on a network. You know what You're I mean? You're right. Like I feel like the last one, if I'm giving an example, the last one was Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? Yellowstone. Yellowstone. We've had the long delay. It's got to be because of all the strikes. Wasn't that on streaming though too? Yellowstone started streaming. Now it's yeah. It was, but I can remember the last season. People were live. Like when people start live tweeting a show. The Bachelor. But see, that's all. That's live though, is it? Well, no, I guess it's not. But it's not scripted. So that's like, okay, so if you're going to really narrow it down, it's the scripted TV shows. Like, it used to be everybody would watch Seinfeld when it was right. on. Everybody would watch Friends. Everybody would watch, I mean, you could still even probably go to The Office and throw that in there. So, like, scripted network TV shows, they're just not appointment television anymore. And even if people still watch them, you're going to go and you can watch it on demand. You go on Hulu. You go wherever wow. and do that. So that's that's the difference here. 95-94. Look at this. Look at the Sixers making a comeback. Plenty of time here, too. Our magic up, too, by the way, on the Nets. Seven, or now four, 72-68. There yeah, you go. Yeah, I'm a little worried about the Nets, man. Ben Simmons is going to miss some time. Yeah, unfortunate. He's uh, hurt again. That doesn't really ever happen. I think next year's the year he stays healthy, and he develops that three-point jumper we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. And he also uh, gets married to Kendall Jenner and uh, lives happily ever after, right? Are they still together? No, that's why I was joking. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's with uh, Pitbull. Not Pitbull. Oh, uh, I have no idea. Daddy. Ah, uh, Jesus, Louise. You could make up anybody, and I would believe it. 
forgot who she's dating. Cam- to keep Camden up Orth. She's dating Camden Orth. She should be. Yeah, there he goes. Look at that. Look at that touchdown throw. I can't believe that Michigan State's just getting ran out of the gym right now. But we move on to the next game. Actually, I'm not betting Kentucky-Kansas. I'm so tempted to bet the under, guys. Should I stay away? Uh, I would say stay away because you're not having good luck with college basketball yeah, right now. stay away from college. I'm going to help. You know what we like to encourage? Smart down. betting. So here's a smart bet for you. Yeah. Don't do it. Stay Don't away. do it. Stay away. Tobias Harris, 20 points now. Cook I it. hate it. All right, it's a that Tuesday. That was my original, and then I decided, sorry. To oh, no, you're you fine. That was my original, and I went with Miles Turner. Don't do that, folks. Go oh. with your original and stay. <laughs> You've been in on Miles Turner a lot, though, this year. And it's usually worked Rebounds out, hasn't it? Rebounds only, never yeah. points. He has two yeah. points. He's just boo-boo. Yeah, I did see somebody real quick because, oh, wait, what about, real quick, your, Ryan, your rating of the Oklahoma City Thunder in-season tournament court? Uh, I'll do that like a, jeez, six, six okay. out of ten. All right, it's it's a light, a lighter blue with the navy down the middle. Yeah, lighter. I don't hate it. I just think they should just use the regular courts. Just I, I like No, the you got to make it seem different. That's you got to make this stand out. As If you're going to make it an event, it's got to feel like an event. I'm old. But having, well, yeah, this is this is true. You're old man that yells at cloud. Yeah. By the way, did you guys see the fact that they painted the three-point line in one of the courts way shorter or no way longer than i think it might have been dallas and so really players came uh and they were using that court to practice in the home court or the home team i think dallas was using their practice facility and so the other teams were shooting from three and everything was airballing and they're like we don't think this is right stop so they had to repaint yeah they had to repaint the three-point line that don't you measure I don't know how that worked, but that's like it, something that happens at like St. Mary Nativity, sixth grade. Yeah, not, yeah. not in the NBA. But wasn't it wasn't it that one moment where Steph Curry was warming up on a basket and, and it was bent? And well, it was bent and it was slow. Oh my god. What Is that was Miles it? Turner? Because if if so, he deserves it. No, that's Bru- Bruce Brown Bruce taking Brown. a pump fake from Tobias Harris. He jumped up and like flipped over Tobias Harris. Jesus, he almost oh, gave no, him the and, famous sir. And, and, and Tobias Harris has a head injury, it yeah. looks yeah. like, or a neck injury. Yeah, mm, Billy Gunn used to actually awful. use that as his finishing move. Well, oh, yeah, he twisted him. Oh, that's got to hurt so well, bad. Well, con- considering like Bruce... reverse Rashiki, wasn't it? Like, yeah. the front side. Well, oh. yeah. I mean, he pump faked, and then he ducks know. down. So Bruce Brown essentially lands his uh, satchel directly on the head of Tobias Harris. And satchel. then rolls over wow. the front page. Satchel. Oh, what his name? satchel page was God, rested. I hope he's okay. You know what? In fact, I'll be. I'll take it one step further. Tobias Harris just got teabagged on live TV. That's what happened. He did. I mean, he it's did. what happened. Scott, don't give me that face. Tobias. Yeah, T for teabag Tobias. Teabag Tobias Harris. Tobias. 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 There's a dad joke in there somewhere. Get up, Tobias. Maybe not. Maybe not. All right. He's all right. Let's take a look at Week 11 in the NFL and. Our power rankings start now. Ben MGM tonight. Power rankings. I like it. I like the graphic. Well done. Well done. Doesn't this just make you want to run through a wall? A little bit. And play football. A little bit. All right, I'm going to start with number 10 for me, guys. The Cincinnati Bengals. I'm not going to drop them out of the top 10, even though they're sitting at 5-4, and four, because I am convinced now that the Houston Texans are a fringe playoff team, and they played really well against Cincinnati. But if you're the Bengals, 
You gave up 544 yards to the Texans. You can't give up 544 yards to any team in the NFL. You are going to lose no matter what. But what I like about the Bengals, especially even going into Thursday, and we talked about this a little bit, right? Backs against the wall. The Bengals are a team that is used to having their backs against the wall year after year after year. They handle the pressure well, but it is a bad situation for them with one thing. They got two losses already in the division, and that's not a good way to start. I mean, we're still only half, a little more than halfway through the season, and I'm looking at a team now that's just going to keep having to dig out of that hole and dig out of that hole, and it's going to get just that much more difficult. They cannot lose to the Ravens. There's one of the reasons why I like the Bengals plus three and a half on Thursday night. In at number nine for me would be the Jacksonville Jaguars, and my God, it was ugly, though. It was as ugly as a game could possibly be. I mean, at least the Bengals look competitive. The Jags looked like they forgot they were playing a football game against the 49ers. And yes, I love the 49ers. Spoiler alert, they are very much back in my top ten in the power rankings. But, I mean, you turn the ball over four times if you're the Jags. You're held to just 221 yards of total offense. You give up 437, 20 first downs, 34 points. You're going to lose football games. And really, the Jags this year, it's been their defense that's actually carried their offense a little bit more, especially the the run defense. I mean, they were a top five run defense in the NFL. And then the 49ers just say, no, 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 hold on a second. We're going to show you that we're actually the best team, and we're the best team in the entire NFL, not just the NFC, and we're going to make a statement coming out of our bye week just like that. But I do still like the Jags. I think there's still a lot of upside there, but they're going to have to really wipe that stench off from what happened against San Francisco. In at number eight would be the Browns, and I we know the defense has been great. We understand that they've been one of the best defenses in recent memory in the NFL when they're at their peak, but I still have questions with Deshaun Watson. Are you going to have better quarterback play? He throws a pick six in the opening drive, six of 20 in the first half, throwing the football, and then leads a game-winning drive. So it's like, wait, are we getting good Deshaun? Are we getting bad Deshaun? I think if we're being realistic, Deshaun Watson is going to be, like Frank Schwab said earlier, good quarterback, but not going to be what we saw in Houston. He's just not going to be that guy. But if he can be good quarterback, they're a winning football team, and they're a good football team, and that defense and that run game is going to be the difference maker for them. Just don't turn the ball over and don't make mistakes. It's crazy to say, but Deshaun Watson may be a very highly paid game manager for them, and that may be enough for them to get into not only get into the playoffs, maybe win a playoff game or two. Cowboys in at number seven for me. I mean, you beat the Giants. It's not really saying anything, so I can't really move them, but I can't really hold it against them because you got to beat the team in front of you, and if the team is really bad in front of you, you got to curb stomp the team in front of you, and that's exactly what they did and boy did they cover you, you see 17 and a half and you're like ooh that oh no just kidding it's uh, Danny DeVito that's starting at quarterback so this is not going to work um, I think we're just going to go ahead and take the Cowboys here CeeDee Lamb is a number one receiver we can stop the debate we don't have to worry about it if you want to debate where he ranks among the top wide receivers in the NFL fine that's another the conversation bottom. and you know what he's still maybe a, a top he's still really good though he's a top six or seven number one receiver in the yeah. NFL top ten number one receiver he's in the really NFL good, though. really good and you know what if you get Brandon Cooks more involved, like they've started to like kind of trickle in a little bit here, and the run game is more consistent, look, Dallas is going to be a really good team. There's no question until we get to the playoffs, because what concerns me, loss to the Eagles, loss to the 49ers, those are your competition. Now, one was a blowout, one was a close game, but these are contending teams that you can't beat. And that's what scares me about them. And it's also what scares me about the Dolphins, who I put in at number six. They have not 
beaten a team with a winning record yet this season, and they're 26th in points allowed. Now, 70 was great. I know everybody got excited about it. You got the carrot dangling in front of you. Everybody's like a horse running around going, ooh, look at this carrot. Pump the brakes. This team's good offensively, but they are leading the league, right? They're leading the league in yards, leading the league in points per game, but 26th in points allowed. The defense is still a liability, and they've got to actually be able to beat good teams that are in front of them, and they haven't done that yet. Ravens come in at number five for me. Uh, Yes, it is worrisome seeing that collapse that they had against Cleveland. Lamar Jackson struggled against pressure in that game. The defense let them down, but I'm not going to sit here and say that defense is going to do that every single week. I consider that more of a fluke, and maybe that Cleveland is also trending up, kind of like Houston beating Cincinnati. You go, ah, maybe Houston's just a better team, so it doesn't come in as a bad loss. It's just a good team losing to another good team that played really well that week. Lions in at number four for me. The big thing. The big thing to watch the rest of the year for the Lions. David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs together. Oh, my God. That duo with the rest of that offense, it is going to be as unstoppable as the as the Dolphins. I mean, they really have the potential to be as potent as that Dolphins offense. They've just got to figure out how they're going to use those guys consistently each week, what the roles are going to be. We kind of know David Montgomery's the goal line back, but are you going to use Jameer Gibbs in the pass game a little bit more, what that is? They've got so many weapons, though, for Dan Campbell and the rest of that team. I mean, it just makes the Lions more and more fun to watch. Chiefs in at number three for me. Because the defense is also kind of like we were talking about with the Jags. The defense for the Chiefs, it's picking up their offense right now. Coming into this past week, the Chiefs were 7th in the league in total offense. But they're also outside the top 10 in scoring. Now they were, then they've stayed there. I think they're 13th right now. So they're not scoring. we got a lot of drop passes. I understand that week after week. You don't really know who besides Travis Kelsey's your go-to guy. When Taylor Swift's not at a game, Travis Kelsey's not even your go-to guy. The numbers show it. He ain't good when Taylor Swift's not there at a game anymore. But... This is this is a team that still has Patrick Mahomes and a really good defense. And in the past, they've had Patrick Mahomes and bad defenses. So I'm still very, very high on the Kansas City Chiefs. I put the 49ers in at number two because, my God, the Jags are a good team. And the 49ers absolutely embarrass them on TV. And they're the best team in the NFL when they're healthy. They made that statement with 144 rushing yards against that Jags rushing defense. And they've said, hey, we got the weapons. We got Trent Williams back. Really, their their biggest liability might be Brock Purdy, a quarterback. And you know I like Brock Purdy, but can he lead them back in games when they're down? That's going to be something that's still going to be a question mark until we see it. And, of course, obviously when you're a quarterback, it's what you do once you get to the playoffs. That's when the real test is going to be for him, which at number one, the Philadelphia Eagles. Best record in the NFL at 8-1. and one. Jalen Hurts is a potential MVP. He was in the running last year until he got hurt. You got two dynamic receivers to start with. Losing Dallas Goddard to that broken forearm, I mean, that sucks. But they'll find other ways to get guys involved. You got DeAndre Swift in the backfield. Dominant defensive line. The Eagles really do have everything. And I think we could argue they're still not hitting on all cylinders offensively. I, I mean... I, I hate to say it. It pains me to say it with them being, I'd say, a division rival, but it's not like the commanders actually matter. My God, the Eagles are just so damn good again. They're so well run. They've got a great front office. They're great at identifying talent. This team is absolutely the best right now in the NFL in the power rankings, though I like the 49ers again. They beat they beat the Eagles in a couple of weeks. Well, then that's the statement. That may be the difference between those two teams. So Eagles number one for me, 49ers two, Chiefs three. That's my top three out of the top ten. I like all three. Same. Um. Yeah. I'll wait, because uh, I don't want to dive in. You have to say them all in, 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 in forty <laughs> seconds. That, yeah, that's how yeah, it goes. I was, I was looking at the that's clock. I was like, yeah, I'll just I'll hold <laughs> off here. Um, Duke no, I mean, also wins seventy four sixty five over Michigan State. But yeah, spoiler alert. I'll also have uh, Philadelphia number one. Oh, shocker! Really? I, mean, like, I don't. 
You know? Ooh, nice, nice. Bigger so, tease good. here. So maybe you go next then because that's All the better right. tease right there because I'm with you on Philadelphia, man. I mean, and I was worried a little bit about a Super Bowl hangover coming into the season. Usually I, like, fade the team that goes to the Super Bowl, loses. Last year that was Cincinnati yeah. and the AFC. But, man, like, they're starting to figure some things out, and they haven't showed a whole lot yet, which is good. You know what I mean? Like, yep. there's, uh, I think there's, like, an extra layer of that team. Layer. That team. Like that. I mean, so when you have new, you, you have new coordinators on both sides of the football, Lur. so yeah. that oh, yeah. it takes <laughs> a little, just just a little bit of time. All right, rest of the power rankings coming up. It's Bet MGM the night.